0: Hi, I'm Graham Lasseau and you're listening to Eat Sleep Chelsea Repeat with Chris, Craig and Brady. Welcome to the Eat Sleep Chelsea Repeat preview pod. This is our rapid preview pod, giving you guys all the information you need before Sunday's Premier League clash with Manchester City at Stamford Bridge. Certainly is a scary prospect. In fact, it's scary enough that Chris and Brady have done a runner. They're not here, leaving me on my own doing my first ever solo podcast. Some feedback would be greatly appreciated to this, just in case I have to do this in the future as things come up. And yeah, a little bit strange sitting here chatting into a mic with no one to bounce any ideas off but i'll give it my my best shot here give you a quick breakdown of the updated injury news for the game and some positive news to be honest came out from the press conference from posh today which is friday looks like romeo Lavia is going to be back just after the international break Christopher and Kunku also potentially will be back for that Newcastle game in some capacity although I think Posh alluded to in the press that maybe that may might come a little too soon for him but definitely positive news on both those guys it sounds like they're getting back into training and will be joining full team training very very shortly we haven't really heard much about Kani Chukwameka but apparently he's potentially back at the end of November as well start of December something like that if he doesn't have any setbacks and no- Obviously, Armando Brogier potentially could have made the bench against Spurs on Monday night, but didn't end up doing so. But it sounds like Chelsea are going to have some options when it comes to their first team squad, which is certainly a luxury and certainly something we haven't been used to here for the past, well, really year and a half onwards, to be honest. The other names that are injured, obviously, Wesley is out for the season, Ben Chilwell Hopefully, he's back from his holiday in LA and is continuing to undergo his rehabilitation program, as they're so keen to say on the website all the time. Trevor Chalab is someone we haven't heard too much about. Sounds like potentially he'll be out for an exit in January anyway and and not too important a player for us anyway. The reason Chris and Brady aren't here potentially is I've got some stats for you about (laughs) Manchester City and, and it's not pretty. We've lost six in a row versus Manchester City. I haven't beaten them since the Champions League final. Big up to that night. That was a fantastic night, but Pep's definitely struck back since then. Maybe starting Rodri would have been a a good idea and a a good starting point. We haven't actually even scored a goal versus City in our last six matches in all competitions, which is a big yikes and something that (laughs) really doesn't bode well for for the game on Sunday. I, I will say, though, that some of those games were in the cup last season where we, for some reason unknown to me, put out very, very weak teams against Manchester city and tried to to win. In fact, I think Bashir Humphrey started away in Manchester city last year, who by the way is a great prospect, but not exactly someone that potentially is ready for that sort of game. We lost them eight nil on aggregate last season. So yeah, lots of work to do <laughs> in this game. Hopefully that's not too dismal an outlook for you guys. Um, we are play- playing probably the best team in Europe. And that is to be expected, I guess. They are currently top of the table with twenty seven points from eleven games played in the Premier League this season. Their two losses, of course, coming that last minute, deflected goal against Arsenal and a game that probably should have been nil nil. And they obviously lost to Wolves as well. Um, which was a bit of a shock result, but let's face it, I think I think Wolves had three shots that day. It's a bit of a fluke result as well that if you look at all the stats, they, they look incredibly strong. They obviously have 24 expected points, but we're not too far behind them with with 21, so not a million miles apart. They have an XG of 24.5 and ours is 23. Again, not a lot to divide us there, but in actual goals scored, there is a decent amount to separate us. It's XC where they're super elite versus the rest of the field, really. They've, they've got 7.8 expected goals conceded this year in just 11 games. I mean, that's absolutely incredible and the best in Europe. Next best is Newcastle with 10.4. We're at 13.4. So pretty big gap there. And I think that's something Manchester City just do so well. They just control games so well with their possession and just give up so few chances to opposition. We're going to have to be really, really sharp on Sunday to try and take advantage of that. I do believe, on a positive note, that we are the only remaining team that Erling Haaland has not scored versus non-promoted obviously um, so we hope to keep that running <laughs> going on Sunday. Doku maybe will play over Grealish I mean they just have so much depth that it doesn't really matter what starting eleven they go with on Sunday they're going to cause us problems probably either way um, and with that very very steady defence it's going to be an incredibly tough game for us. I want to talk about Posh's presser a little bit as well you, you got asked a lot of questions that were sort of obviously about Spurs game and VAR in general. I thought he gave some good answers. I think the VAR topic, he said that, you know, look, it's not going anywhere. And that's, I completely agree with him about that. I think we have to look to improve VAR. I don't think there's much point having this conversation about getting rid of VAR. I don't think that's even a possibility. I know Jamie Carragher did an article today in one of the newspapers saying that, you know, VAR should be left for offsides and other and goal line technology and everything else should be left to the referee. I mean, you just won't. We will never ever get back to that point. We, we've we've put the wheels in motion right now to, with VAR to get to 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 where we are. We need to improve the system. Definitely, the speed of the system right now is is absolutely atrocious. I know they really really made an emphasis on speeding it up this season, and then there was that big error with at Spurs Liverpool where maybe they were going too fast. And now it's gone right back to where it was. Where I think. Ball was in play for 47 minutes out of the 120 almost that was played on Monday night, which is just absolutely abysmal. And even though the game was incredibly entertaining, you you have to remember the match going fan. I ended up watching that game on TV, but the match going fan doesn't get to see the replays and have anyone to chat to about that. It's incredibly boring for people in the stadium um, when those VAR checks are going on, especially the one that were, led to our penalty, where I think it was eight minutes, nine minutes. I mean. It, that that can just never, ever happen. And uh, yeah, we, VAR's definitely got a long, long way to go. Completely agree with Posh on that. So let's talk about Chelsea's team and team news. I think a lot of the team picks itself on Sunday. I think Sanchez is going to play in goal. I think Rhys James is going to play right back. I think Thiago is going to play. I think Levi Colwell will definitely play. So whether he plays left back or centre back, that's the question. Enzo, Gallagher, and Caicedo. Enzo lift, limped off, but I haven't heard anything to say that he won't be fully fit to play on Sunday. So, assuming that those three will stay in midfield, and then it's going to be Palmer and Sterling for sure. It's just whether we go with Jackson or we go with Mudrick and end up playing that system that worked really, really well against Arsenal. I know there's a lot of similarities between the way Arsenal and Man City set up, so that's definitely a possibility and definitely something Pet will have very heavily prepared for because I think even though Nicholas Jackson obviously is off the back of a hat trick I know some have called it in comes commas the worst hat trick of all time um, I'm not going to be as critical as that but I will say that I wouldn't let that influence your team selection in this game I think if you feel like tactically going with that structure that that did really well against Arsenal is, is beneficial then we should go ahead and do that. Kukurea obviously is the, the Option at left back, it's whether you want to play Dizazi or Badia Shield as well. If you go with Colwell, so I think there's some options there basically with, with the defense and then just Jackson or Mudrick up top. But basically, um, nine of the 11 players are, are set, and it's just what we end up doing tactically or whether we go with two pure fullbacks. Uh, my inkling is that we will go Colwell at left back and we'll stick with Silver and De Zazi, Um which I I'm very scared about, I'm very scared of, <laughs> and I know obviously me and Chris, especially are, are known Axel de Zarzi haters, but yeah, I'd be particularly nervous about Axel de Zarzi against Alvarez and Haaland. That would be, uh, that's not for me. So hopefully Benoit Badiashile gets chucked back in if we're going to play Colwell at left back. Otherwise I'm I'm perfectly happy with James Silva, Colwell and Kukure. I don't think Manchester City are like massively incredible in the air, although, we do probably have to worry about set pieces if we if we play Kukurea because then we'll only be having silver colwell and jackson well really not even jackson silver and colwell as the only dangerous headers of the ball from an offensive point of view and, and really the only people that can mark anyone defensively we know city likes to play those three center backs and rodri and Haaland. so they've got a lot of threats there really as well in terms of the team i would personally pick i would go With Badia Shield, Silver, and Colwell in that defensive lineup. So I would go Sanchez, James, Badia Shield, Silver, Colwell, Enzo, Gallagher, Caicedo, Palmer as a false nine with Mudrick and Sterling off him. I think that gives us a chance to counter them a little bit better. I think that gives us a player that can control the ball and create in the false nine spot a little better. Because I don't think, I think we've seen basically versus Manchester City. When we've played forwards, they get very isolated. I remember Lukaku being incredibly isolated when he was up there with Werner feeding off him in the home game a couple of years ago. And I just think they deal very well with, with lone strikers. And Nicholas Jackson is just, he's just not the profile of player that, that's going to succeed against Manchester City with the way they, they deal with counterattacks. So I, I would quite like to see the false nine in this game. I think that gives us a chance to to have a bit more possession in the game, a bit more control. Um. And yeah, also create a few more chances. So that would be the way I go. The only thing that's obviously a, a concern is Madrid having such a poor showing when he came on against Spurs. Didn't look fit, didn't look sharp at all. And, um, you know, it's up to Posh, I guess. He's, he's He'll make the decision on that this week. But I do like that structure that we played against Arsenal. I'm sure a lot of people are going to feel the same as that. Let's go predictions then. Brady is is mailed in. A a prediction. He's gone Chelsea 1, City 1. He says good performances at home versus Liverpool and Arsenal. Make me confident a draw is achievable. That's optimistic. I think... I I do think we're going to struggle to score in this game. And I I do think the game will be quite tight, quite cagey. I know City have played a lot of these games actually in big games. The game against Arsenal sort of was a very, very cagey game and was a nil-nil game really. Um, And that's the prediction I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with nil-nil. I do think we're capable of being very solid defensively i do think we match up okay against city right now and um, i'm a little bit concerned they're hitting form at the right time but hopefully we can hold on for a nil nil i'm not going to go ahead and predict a chelsea win um i I do think it'll be a quite cagey game chris hasn't mailed in a prediction but we know he likes to uh he likes to be optimistic so we'll go we'll go two nil chelsea as chris's prediction that's my guess of what Chris would have would have predicted he's not here okay that's it I think again just just let me know feedback wise what you thought of that solo pod me on my own and uh, yeah until next time I hope you're carefree wherever you may be and thanks for listening Repeat, E, see, Z- chose to repeat, E C Z- C chose repeat.